Welcome to The Buck Stops Here, the official podcast of NotInHallOfFame.com, and I'm your host, The Buck, Kirk Buckner, the owner-operator of NotInHallOfFame.com and its sister sites, the fictitious Athlete Hall of Fame and the fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's Season 1, Episode 11 of the Hall of Fame Show, where we look at all the various Hall of Fame-related news in the world of sports and music, and yes, with coronavirus all here in our face, well, there's not a whole lot to talk about, not nearly as much as we would like for it to be. But there are always a few nuggets here and there. We look at the WWE Hall of Fame, which announced that Jushin Thunder Lager will be going into the hall. Uh, whether the, when that hall will take place, we have no idea, but hopefully they've got a plan. As for a plan, does the Basketball Hall of Fame have a plan? Normally at the Final Four, they will announce their finals, so hopefully we do. We discuss a bit of that. And we look at the world of free agency in football and a few Hall of Fame-related questions. With me, as always, is Evan Nolan, the man from Chicago who knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Without further ado, here's Evan. Mr. Nolan, how are things in the great city of Chicago? Hopefully everyone's keeping safe. Yeah, everyone appears to be uh, keeping pretty safe here. My kids have been out of school now most of this week. Uh, fortunately, we're now in a time period where uh, uh, my two nieces who live right down the street and my daughter all go to elementary school. All the kids get their own iPads oh, okay. uh, that belong to the school. And so essentially, the, my, since Wednesday, uh, the three of them have been still taking school just on iPads. Oh. So it's like they're not particularly missing any time, which is good because I have the sinking feeling they may not be going back to school this year. So That's pretty likely. Uh, in the great nation of Barbados, they just closed the school here. So, yeah, close all borders. Yeah. But so, they, well, yeah, there, and there's, there's a video that I was making the rounds on Twitter today of a uh, train pulling into uh, Union Station in Chicago with like a whole bunch of Hummers on flatbeds on it. They're like, oh, they're preparing for a siege. And of course, the uh, the National Guard's quick to say, no, 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 we just move equipment on. A, it wasn't our train, but B, equipment gets moved around all the time. We've only activated 60 people, and like 45 of them are nurses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, it would be weird in Chicago. Chicago, knock on wood, at the moment has not been that heavily hit, although the town, uh, the town of Oak Park uh, just shut down the other day or two days ago now, because they had a, a coronavirus person, and so they basically shut down the whole town, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So, yeah, it's getting, it's getting it's getting a little bit weird. It is, but you know, so. should, it's the perfect way to sort of change topics. Uh, for And I'm going to start off with an apology to you. Okay. As your Facebook friend, I apologize that I cannot participate in your Disney challenge, because with no kids... Most of these movies, I have no idea what they are. And I think I think you should tell people how you're sort of like uh, taking care of the fa- of having no NCAA uh, March Madness. Yeah, so so I, I did this a couple years ago. Uh, a friend of mine brought up the fact that she thought that Caillou was the worst kids TV program, and it was March. So I just did a March Madness bracket of the worst, the most annoying television programs. And Caillou made, had a little bit of challenge on the way the final. We got to the final and nobody voted for who, I didn't remember what that show was. It was Caillou got every single vote at the end because Caillou is weapons grade plutonium bad. Um, so this year without the uh, NCAA tournament around, I decided to do the same thing with the greatest villains in Disney history. Uh, so I went through and 
did a lot of research because that's how I do things. Um, and ended up with 68. So we had four playing games. All the four playing games were the, for the 16 seats, not no 11, 12 seat things like that. I was going to ask you that actually. Uh, yeah, no, no, there's a, let's get the ones at the bottom. I'm not, I'm not putting them, you know, all in, uh, just because, um, and so I, uh, I've been doing that right now. We, I just posted one right before we went on here. It was, uh, the three seed in group C Cruella DeVille against, uh, the big bad wolf from the Mary or the, um, silly symphonies from the 1930s. Well, I know those two. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, those are going to know, but the next one I'm doing tonight is Gabby Gabby from the toy story four as a, as a six seed. I doubt you're going to know who that is. Oh, no. so. yeah. I'm, I'm sort of out on that one. That's that's the thing. Having no kids, there are some all these references that just get so lost on me. But then, yeah, so well, does K-pop. Right. Well, even for me, there's like I got kids and I watched Disney as, as a child. But there's like a whole time period in there, like from say the Hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't think I ever saw. Well, I've seen it since. But like when I was a kid, that was a point that like I was no longer watching Disney films. Up through. God, let's see. It had to be like probably a Ratatouille was the next story. So I mean, I saw Incredibles and I saw a Toy Story, but I think Ratatouille was like the next sort of Disney-ish film I saw. So there was like a whole decade in there that I had to go through. And I'm like, and who is Brother Bear? And what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not. I'm not quite sure what Brother Bear is still at this day. But uh, that's that was where the research came in, making sure I was. Uh, Make sure it's correct. You, I mean, you'll know the number one seeds. Right? I was, got, one I was just going to ask thing. who they are. Yeah. So here, 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 the, here are the ranked, ranked seats. So number one, so let's just group A. Group A is Maleficent, Hans from Frozen, Claude mm-hmm. Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and Evelyn Dever, uh, who is the bad guy from Incredibles 2, who has the most obvious bad guy name. I didn't know she seemed to be a good guy, but her name is Evelyn Dever. Like, there was no question she was going to end up being the bad guy. Uh, group B, we have Jafar, the evil queen from Snow White. Lady Tremaine, who will go up later tonight, um, from from Cinderella. And Judge Doom, actually, from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, and Group 3 is Scar from Lion King, Mother Girlful from Tangled, Cruella DeVille, and Hades from... Uh, Hercules, and then Group D is Ursula, who is actually my number one seed overall. Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco, Dr. Facilier from Princess and the Frog, and Bellwether, the sheep, from Zootopia. So there you go. And people say there's nothing to do when you're stuck at home. It's awesome. Yeah, you, you got you to do something. Um, yeah, Bellwether, Bellwether, like... Is probably a little high for a lot of people, but she just wanted to start an entire either genocide or apartheid where all the carnivores were basically banished. I think apartheid is pretty high in the list of that makes you a bad guy. <laughs> so I, I, I think anything that's sort of like ending with a with that eyed or ice or or uh, yeah ge- apartheid genocide. Yeah, uh, well, the other one, anything ending in you Lent is always usually bad too. <laughs> like, uh, 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 I said it, now I can't think of it. Well, some ambulance, not so bad. But, like, succulent, there's, like, a whole bunch of weird words in Ulent, and they're just, none of them are, none of them are good. 
Anyway, we probably should talk about uh, sports or something. Yeah, uh, not, there's a few things that uh, that are still Hall of Fame related. Uh, one, I know that's sort of not your wheelhouse, but a little bit of mine. The WWE Hall of Fame, although we don't know when it's going to be, it looks like it's not going to take place over WrestleMania weekend, which amazingly is going to go on in some capacity. Yeah, uh, I told you my friend uh, signed up, or he's he's now one of the people who helped set these things up, and he's still helping set up, So even though there aren't going to be any fans. No, apparently it'll be like in multiple multiple venues, but all with empty arenas. I have no idea how they're doing it. Uh, I'll, I'll watch because, well, I have nothing else to watch. Right. <laughs> so I'll be doing that. And as for when the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony will take place, according to the sister-in-law of, of Davey Boy Smith, uh, that's going to be pushed back. But they did announce a new inductee. That's a Jushin Thunder Lager. Who I you mentioned before he, you're not that familiar with him. He's a Japanese wrestler. I'm not. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, went, I went and looked him up, and I saw his highlights, but I can't say I ever remember well, ever you, having heard his name before. Well, you wouldn't, because he actually only ever wrestled once under a WWE umbrella, and that was for their minor league system NXT. But who he is is a light heavyweight wrestler from Japan. He's 52 now. He just retired officially. Uh, on January 4th, was it January 4th or January 5th, in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, and he was one of the first guys to revolutionize high-flying wrestling. So pretty much any time you see somebody now come off the top rope, chances are what he's doing is because he got inspired by what Jushin Lager did. Oh, okay. Now, I just figured it was uh, Superfly Snooka. Yeah, t- take, uh, take what Snooka did and then just... Generate like generation after that. Actually, you would know one guy, uh, Davy Boy Smith's tag partner, the Dynamite Kid. Yeah, was considered sort of the guy who came after Snuka, and he feuded with a guy named Tiger Mask in Japan, who, as the name suggests, he had a tiger mask. Makes sense. Yeah, and so Lager was actually a character from Japanese anime. And, oh, interesting. Yeah, so he, he put on this full body suit in 1989, which he's kept on ever since. So even when he does commentary, he keeps the mask on. So there's not any real pi- pictures of what he looks like without it, except for a couple times when he would take it off and he was and his face was fully painted. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of pro wrestling and what and what he was as an innovative in-ring performer, he totally belongs. Barely did a thing in WWE, but eh, whatever. It, it, the WWE Hall of Fame is kind of messed up that way in terms of there's a lot of people who did a lot there that aren't in. But I have no problem with it. I'm very happy about it. He was ranked, I want to say 28 or 29 on my last list. Okay. So someone who I'm very, very happy about. Cool. I'm, I'm glad. Are, are they done now at this point putting people in, or are we, we still going to have people trickling through? No idea. No idea. Sometimes they have a legacy because, ring, and I'm kind of... Because it's weird. I, go ahead. You finish. Well, yeah, because yeah, they usually announce a legacy wing about two days before, featuring a lot of people who are no longer with us. And mm. so I usually wait until that's announced, and then that's when I begin the revisions. Right now, I'm thinking, do I just revise stuff now? Everything's out the window. I think I will. And then just have uh, have Ted, the, the fine webmaster from Winnipeg, shout out to you, Ted. Uh, just remove things as we go. 
So I, I honestly okay. don't know how else to do it. Okay. Interesting. Well, I do have to say, I was on YouTube earlier today, just flipping through one of the videos that came up was like WWE saying uh, Batista's Hall of Fame reel, or reel of his Hall of Fame career. I'm like, oh, did Batista get in? And the yes. answer is no. No, he did. It's weird that the WWE official official name like had Batista's like Hall of Fame worthy career highlights up there. So I was wondering if that meant he might be coming shortly. No, he, or is he, he not even old enough? No, he he's already been announced as a class of uh, 2020. Oh, he just did. uh the only oh, I missed pro- that. Okay, you're yeah. right. You did say that. Yeah, the only thing is how that's sort of going to transpire. Nobody really knows. Probably including the inductees. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, I don't think any of us know anything that's actually going on. They've they've postponed and canceled so many things. I they heard said that the uh, Premier League was originally going to open up like the fifth of April. Now it's all the way to the end of April that it's done, and who knows what's going on with all this stuff. So. Uh, what sport do you miss most? Like, what are you most uh, like upset that you're not going to be seeing in the next couple weeks or the last two weeks? Uh, probably. Uh, so, I mean, as a on a selfish point here, I mean, this both the Celtics and Bruins are really good, but the Bruins are super good. Mm-hmm. Um, they are they already even hit a hundred points, uh, and the Black uh, the Red Wings haven't even hit fifty yet. So. Uh, that's not so good for them. But anyway, so the Bruins hit 100 points. They're a super good team. Um, so I probably miss the Bruins in general and therefore hockey uh, more than basketball at the moment. Baseball, we're still in spring training. So there's not much to miss there. And the Red Sox traded their best player and their second best player announced today that he needs Tommy John surgery. He's going to be out for the whole season. That's, uh, that's Chris true. Sale. Chris, Chris yeah, Sale. I saw that this morning. Um, oh, good time to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, might as well. Um, yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, they, they may have like it may be an eighty-one game season. Who knows? By the time this is all said and done, mm-hmm. so um, uh, yeah. So I, I think I think more than anything, probably it's hockey right now. What about you? Uh, basketball. Uh, just uh, the Raptors were doing pretty good. They. I didn't. Th- I don't think they were going to like repeat as champions, but they may be denied. Well, of course, we don't know. That hopefully it's going to go on. Uh, they may be denied right. the, the opportunity to defend that title, and you know, just the growth of Pascal Siakam as a player and as a leader has been incredible and a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and but right now, uh, March Madness, because I'm also in that this first position ever in my life where I can watch all of it from beginning to end and not have to worry about other employment. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. Because this is actually the day. The I mean, not counting the games in Dayton. Right. This is really the day that the tournament begins. I did, I'd completely forgotten that, but that would have been today. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm sort of uh, jonesing out the most because I was also watching some of even the right before everything sort of like went to hell. Like even those early qualifying, like ACC first round crap. I think you were joking about how like Boston College got eliminated already. Yeah, but Boston College got to complete their season, so I don't know what you guys are complaining about. <laughs> well, I, obviously, I have no idea. Uh, you know, and, and so did my alma mater of Amer- the American University. We were the number two seed in the uh, the Patriot League and lost in the first round to a, I believe, a nine and eighteen Boston University. So, see, so yeah, that's uh, what was the other one? That, uh, oh, Champions League. Oh yeah, of course. Well, of course, yeah, Champions League, but. Yeah, so th- those are the ones that I'm really missing. 
And I, I think, I hope the EPL comes back because if Sheffield United doesn't get to go to the European stuff because they played one fewer game than everybody else, that's going to suck. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, because Sheff- Sheffield United's played one fewer game, and if they win that game with the same number, they pass both Man United and Wolves. And so they would be in the spot that would actually keep them just out, except for, no, they, they'd be the last spot for Europe. And then since Man City is not probably going to be able to play, mm-hmm. they'd actually move up into the Champions League, and Man U would move into that last European spot. Does, and but I yeah, should... I should know this, Evan, but I don't. If you win the Europa, do you automatically qualify for that next, the following year if you don't qualify for the Champions League? I actually don't know. Okay. Just, that's, a good thing to, that's a good thing to look up. All right. We'll look that up for next week because we'll have the time. Uh, but, yeah. So one thing sort of like uh, we talked about sort of like the NCAA, uh, that always sort of culminates, 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 that's a word. Uh, to the final four and that weekend is when they announced the basketball hall of fame fi- uh not finalists uh the inductees which hopefully they're going to go right. ahead and do unless there's any reason why they wouldn't i'm so this is sort of my 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 hope and my sh- my shouts and prayer to the basketball hall of fame please give us something to talk about in two weeks <laughs> yes that, that would be excellent um yeah, it's uh, and there, there's no good reason for them not to. Do it. They're going to miss the spectacle of it, but they're going to miss the spectacle of it anyway. I mean, even if they mm. somehow wanted to delay it to the NBA Finals, when are those? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you saw actually. I don't know if it was the NHL or the NHLPA put out something where they're talking about how they could complete the season, uh, even if the hockey, even if everything was out through June. So basically, having a sort of mini training camp at the beginning of July, starting hockey up again in July, which would be interesting in Florida and Arizona and Dallas and places like that, playing through, uh, and starting the playoffs in September, playing then through October, and then starting the new season basically right before Thanksgiving. So it'd be like a four or five week break before the next season starts. I'd be down for that. It's something that basketball, I guess, couldn't do. Uh, because if the Olympics go ahead, because a lot right, of well, that's the other question. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, ha- I'll have you know. Sadly, we talked about last week. The Olympic torch relay has paused. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, I shouldn't it, be it, laughing it at this, it, but I am. It, it made it to Sunday when we were because we recorded. We could record this on Thursday. Yeah, it made it to Sunday, and then they shut it down. So. Yeah, it was, it was sad. What can I say? It was it was a big news of the week last week, but yeah. I feel like so. right now Japanese officials are like Vince McMahon, just waiting to the last possible minute until they're told to shut it down. Yeah. Well, I, I think they're already moving Euro twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. So that's the only that's the other big thing this summer, or at least internationally, uh, unless you care about rugby sevens. Um, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or the thing I don't know. Has you have you made the rounds yet and seen a uh, a guy who I've been following on Twitter or not Twitter on YouTube for years? The guy in uh, in the Netherlands name who goes by the name of Jell or Yella. I don't know how to, you say it in 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 Dutch, but he does marble runs, 
And there, one of his races from like three years ago has been making the rounds all over Twitter, all over Facebook, all over everything. And he's picked up like 50,000 followers on YouTube in like the last three days. I'm um, definitely not up on my it, Dutch. My Dutch runners, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. But uh, I, I have, I have, I'm A, excited for it that he's getting this because it's super well done. And I care way too much about one of the teams in, in the Marble, Mar- what well, used to be the Marble Olympics, and now it's like the Marble Games, and now he's in uh, Marbula One. Marble uh, so I love it. Yeah, so they, yeah, they're up to the, the seventh course is coming up this weekend. Uh, but I am a massive old Rangers fan. Those are the orange marbles, um, to the point where I may actually buy a shirt. Um, so we at least have, we will at least have, if you need something to fill your your racing love, check out the marble runs this weekend uh, for, for Yella. So they're, they're fantastically done. There's, there's qualifying on Saturday and then the actual race on Sunday. Maybe they should come so. up with like on um, ESPN, the Ocho, like virtual tic-tac-toe it, or something or like uh, well, it paper, actually, rock, it, and scissors. It actually, so they, they did the joking Ocho last fall mm-hmm. and he actually was, they actually did one of his races on it. And it's going to be rebroadcast on Sunday on ESPN two, so you I'm, can actually I'm check it out there. I'm down. I'll definitely be watching that. Yeah, pick, pick, pick a team. You just can't pick the Rangers. We need to have a we need to have a friendly rival. You want to be a Savage Speeders, a Team Momo, Team Primary, Thunderbolts? That's fine. But I got I got the Rangers. So. Sounds good. And I've actually and I've come up with another beer bet for you. Ooh, good. All right, so. Because I wanted to, just a few sort of a uh, few things regarding the National Football League. I did a show earlier with uh, Vinny who wanted to talk about uh, the free a- the free agency changes, and mm-hmm. I, I. But I've got to ask: Tom Brady might be uh, in that alternate creamsicle uniform if they if they go that route. That is, and, yeah. And you gave me crap when I said dynasty over. Can I now say dynasty over? No. Bill Belichick is there. I mean, they, they, if, if they have a down year and come right back, is uh, is the dynasty over? No. Uh, well, yeah. They, uh, they, no, you're right. I, I, I'd agree with that. So, see, I mean, they're, they're adding an extra playoff team this year, right? I still think Bill Belichick with that team and whoever ends up being quarterback, I think it's going to be Stidham. Although, wait, I'm sorry, it actually just came over the lines here. The Patriots just traded uh, Nick Folk, a conditional seventh-round pick, and the rights to Antonio Brown to the uh, Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson and two future firsts. So Bill O'Brien just doing his great job as a uh, as a GM down there and for the Texans. No, um, <laughs> sorry, that was bad. <laughs> Kidding, that was fantastic. Any other team you don't believe? I, I would totally believe that. <laughs> oh my yeah, god no, uh, I, I honestly think the Patriots now that they didn't get Brady uh, their cap situation is not great um, and it's interesting because there's now I don't know if you saw Flacco got released today yes I did see um, that and, and Derek Carr and Andy Dalton are not released but they're both imminently available as is Cam Newton uh, and I don't think the Patriots can go get any of them Uh if the Pats make a trade for another quarterback, I think it's likely to be Jacoby Brissett in from back get him back from the Colts. 
he's only got one year and fifteen million dollars left on his contract. He's familiar with the system. And the Colts just got uh, and, a quarterback. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, so they got Rivers there. They might uh, they're not gonna, why are you paying your back and quarterback fifteen million dollars even for only one year. Um so but I don't think they're gonna take any of those guys. Um so uh, there's gonna be I, I can predict now they're going to re-sign Stephon Gilmore for a lot of money coming up here because it's going to lower his cap number significantly. But they're kind of hamstrung on what they want, what they can do here. Mm-hmm. If if Cam Newton gets cut, they might sign him then. But there's no oh, there's no way Jameis Winston's going to end up in, in New England either. Um, so it's interesting. They may just go with Stidham and then use the 23rd pick on. I don't know. I mean, Jalen, that might be early for Jalen Hurts, but somebody like that, the the guy from Oregon, what's his name, Herbert Hey Bear. I don't actually know how it's pronounced. Yeah, it's I don't Herbert, really watch college football that much. Yeah, uh, he, he, I've seen him fall to the Pats in a couple of drafts. Um, but it would be surprised man up with using like a third, trading the first and getting like two seconds somehow, and then using one of those on a quarterback or using a third on a quarterback because they've got like now six third round picks or something stupid um, and going from there. But once, yeah, it, I, my guess is right now the starting opening day quarterback for the uh, New England Patriots is Jared Stidham. Okay. So here's, which is um, here, here's a, a little, a, li- a little different than oh, it's a lot fit. different. But, I mean, but the last time we went, last time we started a second year quarterback, it worked out. So yes, for 20 years. Yes. And here and Stidham, Stidham is clearly two rounds better than Brady. So. Oh well, then I then I then I have, I'm very stupid for presenting this wager. Then, which <laughs> no, is what, what, what's the wager? Uh, my, my my favorite part about Brady leaving, and again, it, it's killing me inside. I'm trying to cover it up. Mm-hmm. But the, my favorite part about Brady leaving is Brady is a noodle arm quarterback who's a product of the system, but his leaving completely destroys any chance the Patriots ever have. <laughs> Uh, yes, Tom Brady's obituary has been written many, many times. So, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they, we'll, we'll see what happens. The offensive line wasn't great last year. The weapons weren't great. Uh, the weapons have not been upgraded. The defense is worse, although I did like uh, picking up the safety from uh, the Chargers today, Adrian Phillips. That was a pretty good pickup. Uh, he's a lot cheaper than... Then uh, Duran Harmon and basically replaces Harmon and Nate Ebner, who they lay off as both of them. Um, but yeah, there's uh, the Pats. The Pats will be fine. It may be a down year. They might end up with a six or seven seed. I think you're going to have your division champions be the Buffalo Bills, which is hilarious. Which was going to be um, my wager. New Eng- I was going to propose New England does not win the division. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Pats for that. That's fine. So if you I take mean, the Pats, the, I, that. This means I got the other three teams. Well, two teams and then well, the Jets. You, 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 two teams and the Jets. Yes. So, yeah, I'll take. I'll, I mean, I'll take. I'll take that bet. Sure, why not? Wasn't that an Elton? So, John, I mean, I, I, Elton John t- song. I, El- two teams, two teams, two teams, and the Jets. No. Okay. Yeah, it's it's close. Um, yeah, no, the uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins got better. Yeah, it's funny if if the Pats made a trade for the uh, the Texans first round pick that I joked about earlier. Mm-hmm. The I could tell you that I would also be able to announce that the uh, that the Lions and Dolphins have already scheduled a duel for twenty twenty four to sign that guy after he's not picked up by the Patriots for a second <laughs> contract. So 
I swear there are more former Patriots on the Dolphins and Lions than there are actually Patriots on the Patriots. So I think the Dolphins are now up to 11 and the, and the, uh, the Lions have 10 former Patriots on their t- rosters right now. Yeah, see, crazy. You, you touched it on Bill O'Brien. Uh, I, I can't make heads or tails of that trade. From a Houston point of view, what is there something that I'm missing completely, or is he just lost his mind? Well, I mean, you have to ask. You have to ask. Whether, first of all, he's not a good GM, regardless of this. Secondly, you have to ask yourselves whether he would have been better off keeping, uh, uh, keeping. Uh, oh my God, his name just flipped right out of my head. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Thank you. Just evaporate for a second and just waiting for Todd Gurley to get cut today and it would be in a better position um, or whether it he's really this that big a jerk because DeAndre Hopkins is not as far as we know ruffled any feathers and that story that Michael Irvin told that to his credit Hopkins downplayed though but saying that he said the last time he had to have a conversation with a player like he was having with Hopkins was when he talked to Aaron Hernandez did you hear the story? <laughs> I did. I did. Came up today like, too. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't wait for. Can't wait for when inevitably Deshaun Watson gets moved, and he's like, "Yeah, last time I had to deal with someone like that, it was uh, when I was. It was a college reporter and went in to interview Charles Manson in jail. <laughs> like, what? What the? What the hell, dude? Like, he's like, he's got too many baby mamas. Oh. Okay, welcome to the NFL. Tom Brady has a goddamn baby, baby mama. So, hey, I, I, I have no, I have no explanation. It doesn't make sense. They said it was a cap move, but they traded a guy who had a twelve point five million dollar cap hit and it got, ended up with a guy who had eleven point five million dollar cap hit. So it's clearly not that. They got a second round draft pick out of it. Okay, I guess that's good. But I mean. But they, what, they I, even I, gave up a fourth rounder just for another fourth rounder. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't do you don't do the deal unless you know you swap fourth round picks. Uh, so I, I'm I, I can't even come up with the the best analogy of how idiotic this sounds, and I keep thinking like, is there something I just don't get? Did DeAndre Hopkins well, lose a limb? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they they had they traded Deon, uh, DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Clowney, and ended up with zero first round picks out of it. If I'm if I'm Deshaun so, Watson, how pissed are you? Well, you're pretty fucking pissed. You should be. You should be pissed at the. You should be pissed at him anyway. That dude, if he were if he were on Kansas City. He's whole. I mean, he's doing amazing as he is on that Texas team. But if he's on Kansas City, that that team is is as good, if not better, than it is with Mahomes. Like he just hasn't had the chance to show that because he's basically having to do this whole thing on his own. Mm-hmm. You put him. You put uh, Sean Watson in in uh, San Francisco for that Super Bowl. I bet that I think San Francisco wins. I think San Francisco of Deshaun Watson beats Mahomes in that Kansas City team. And, you know, I think and, the Kansas City yeah. team the year before that the Patriots beat was better than the Kansas City team that just won the Super Bowl. Kyler um, Murray hasn't stopped dancing. 
Uh, yeah. I, I can't, so. for the life of me, make make heads or tails of this. Mm-mm. Other than it's just someone no. being completely idiotic. I think I, I'm trying to think of like what was the dumbest trade I ever I ever remember. Uh, it's kind of an obs- obscure one where t- the Raptors were trying to get rid of a- Andrea Bargnani, and they actually got a taker in the Knicks. They actually gave, okay. him, gave him stuff back. I mean, like they would have got they would have unloaded Bargnani for a can of spaghetti. Yeah, I mean, I, I can think of some lopsided trades. As a Red Sox fan, still one of my favorite trades is when we sent uh, Heathcliff Slocum to Seattle for Derek Lowe and Jason Veritek. That was a pretty good trade. Um, but uh, even at the time, I don't think we knew that that uh, Veritek and Lowe were going to end up being not Hall of Famers, but like nine, nine, top 90% players in the league uh, for a guy who had a cool name and a worse, a very bad slider. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I'm trying to think of trades that don't involve Ted Stepien, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that honestly, that you put a Ted Stepien rule in for the Texans. Um, cause I, when, when they first announced that trade and they said that Arizona traded Johnson to the, to the Texas, my first reaction was what draft picks they have left to trade. The answer was first round draft pick from three years or four years ago is what they had to trade. So I don't know that they, Bill O'Brien is a okay football coach. I would say he's slightly above average, but as a general manager, he is, he is poor so for, for lack of a better word. So I'm going to bounce off a couple of things that's based on uh, the free agency that sort of happened, uh, Hall of Fame related. Uh, Vinny and I talked about this, uh, but we didn't sort of, I didn't ask him this question. Uh, Philip Rivers is now a Colt. What uh-huh. does Philip Rivers need to do to put himself firmly in that Hall of Fame discussion? Make an AFC championship game at least with his team on his first year, minimum. Uh, if he can make the Super Bowl, I think he's in, even if he loses. Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would agree with I, that. Uh, I think that Rivers is an interesting case. Uh, just his yards are very, very high. He, I don't think moving to a second franchise at this point matters. Even if he was at the Colts for a year and ended up in, I don't know, Jacksonville for a year mm-hmm. uh, and, and then retired, I don't think that really hurts him significantly. Uh, but he's he's going to be an interesting case. We had this conversation before about Eli Manning, right? Like, eventually, all these guys with all these yards are going to retire. Uh, Brady's got two years in in creamsicle, and then who, he wants to play one more by his own numbers because he'd be forty three this season, forty four next year, and he said he wants to play until he's forty five. So, say he's gone in three years. Brees has signed a two-year deal. I think he's maybe done at the end of that. I'd, I'd say uh, so. Congra- congratulations, by the way, on getting him back. That was really pretty cool. Oh, it was awesome. Um, I didn't think that was going to be the first uh, quarterback domino to fall, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, he said, though, like, I'm not going anywhere else. So, And they and they came up with a deal that, that made sense mm-hmm. for him. So, um, but, I mean, Rodgers, I don't think Rodgers – likes football all that much he doesn't seem to so i'm not sure how much longer he's going to stick around uh and so you're going to have all these guys who are all going to be retiring essentially about the same time 
And then, then what do you do? I mean, Rivers is Rivers is right there. So Roethlisberger, I don't even know if Roethlisberger is going to play again. There, there's a good chance. Allegedly, he, he is. Yeah, allegedly he is. But then the Steelers haven't made any moves uh, to the contrary to to shore that up. I mean, there's no reason. There's no rush for them at this point because the only teams that are looking at quarterbacks right now are the Patriots and maybe the Broncos. Maybe. And there's so, so many quarterbacks the, out there right now, too. There's so many quarterbacks out there. I mean, better question is, what does it say about Cam Newton's Hall of Fame career? And I understand he's gotten injured, but he has an MVP and he's been to a Super Bowl. If he gets enough yards up there, what does it say about his career if we go through a whole free agency period and nobody signs him? I'm I'm sort of gobsmacked actually on just how the Panthers have been treating Cam. Uh, I know that for he sort of the perception of him in the Carolina area hasn't been as good after he lost that Super Bowl. And yeah, he had a bit of a mini tam, mini temper tantrum. But I think he was entitled. You know, you're going to catch someone he, at their worst. Right, and he gets a lot of crap for that tirade after not diving for the the fumble. Like actively backing away from the fumble during the game is, uh, and then talking about how we needed a bigger will to win. And everyone's like, "Well, you could have dove in the football." Um. So yeah, I I don't I don't know what it, what it says about him either. Uh, I'm not going to talk to you about Jameis Winston's uh, potential as a uh, Hall of Famer because that is <laughs> no, so. it's not. But it's got to be the first time. Maybe it'll be the only time ever in NFL history where you're going to have somebody who threw for 5,000 yards and the team couldn't wait to get rid of him and no one had a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's weird. I mean, he was they had that NFL top 100 players and what, four years ago now? Mm-hmm. He was the number one player in the NFL. And now he's completely expendable. And nobody appears to be looking to, to trade for him. Yeah, Vinny brought, amazing. Yeah, Vinny brought up a pretty good point now with 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 uh, Breeze there. So you've got three Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the NFC South, and to do that, you got rid of two Heisman winners who were supposed to be the future of that. Wow. And, and Teddy Bridgewater. So there you go. What. Well, <laughs> I I, yeah. I I like Bridgewater. I like what he what he did this year. I'm I like ha- Bridgewater too. I'm happy for I his opportunity. I, I I'm just still. I don't think he's a better quarterback than Cam Newton. He's not. Unless Newton probably not. No. Unless Newton is way more hurt than we realize. Yeah, actually, if Brady was going to leave, Bridgewater was a guy I wanted in with the Patriots because a I figured the contract wouldn't be nuts, and b it'd be fun to see what Belichick did with a running quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, good, good for him getting the opportunity. Uh, the a fun thing though with Brady going to Tampa is Brady plays Breeze twice. Yep. He plays Matt Ryan twice. He plays Mahomes again because they play Kansas City this year. Uh, and he plays uh, who's the other? There's another really good quarterback. Uh, was it, I don't know if he plays Russell Wilson or not. But uh, I mean, he plays Rodgers again. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we we thought we may never see Breeze Brady again or Rogers Brady again or or Ryan Brady again, and we're going to see pretty much all of them, So, which is uh, actually pretty cool. No, it's very, it's very cool. 
and it's still, still I'm sort of, I'm still sort of again stunned because I just remember feeling like oh my god I got two Heisman's in my in my division. <laughs> and now <laughs> you, know? you got two Hall of Famers in your division. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It, it, and, it's crazy. Uh, I, I, know, I think I think I think Brady just thought that TB stood for Tom Brady. And he got confused. If, well, you know, so. if, if he brings him a Super Bowl, it will. <laughs> that that may entirely be true. Yeah, so like, it's just I couldn't I couldn't believe I said to my friends because we we're talking about this what's going to happen with Brady and I said if the Chargers had a better stadium situation I thought he would already have signed there but I just never thought he'd actually go to Tampa. No, I didn't He's even the realize winningest, they were in the, the conversation. Winningest, the, winningest, the winningest quarterback of all time by percentage is going to the losingest franchise of all time by percentage. <laughs> Something's got to give. Brady's winning percentage is, I think, 7.67. I'm doing it off my head, so I'm close. It's 76.7% of the games Brady has started, he's won. And that includes two games he lost that in game week 17 where he played a quarter and sacked. Uh, the Tampa's winning percentage over all time, I believe, is 3.66. So, together, they're just over 100%. <laughs> well... It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting no matter what. Obviously, they're gonna schedule a lot more Tampa Bay games for Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, and the Patriots. As a Pats fan, I'm gonna get a lot more one o'clock Sunday games, which will be nice. Except <laughs> for the fact we're gonna be getting way too much Stan Fouts. That's a bad thing. Ugh. Who do you think is worse, Stan Fouts or Troy Aikman? I'll take Troy Aikman every time over Dan Fouts. See, I'm the opposite. I I, I think Aikman's just the absolute worst. Announcer, maybe because he just seems to be in every game I watch. Yeah, well, he's he's around more. That is true. Uh, but it used to be when the Patriots were only okay, we'd get uh, we'd get Jerry Glanville a lot as our other guy, uh, as usually like Ian Eagle and Jerry Glanville. Uh, and I always enjoyed those games because Glanville wasn't great, but he was at least entertaining. Fout, neither Fouts nor Aikman are particularly good, and neither of them are entertaining. You know, so when the Saints were in limbo, I, I pretty much heard Kenny Albert's voice so many times. Mm. Isn't the worst. It, it's it's no. not the worst thing. Somebody made a comment uh, on Twitter. I don't might have been you that uh, Tony Romo signed his, his new deal for as a commentator is worth more than what Jerry Jones purchased the Cowboys for. Oh, that, I did not mention that, but that's kind of hilarious. Isn't it, though? I mean, like if, if, two years ago with all the concussion stuff, we thought football well, football was dying. Guess not. Yeah. It, yeah. That is, uh, wow, that's amazing. I actually didn't realize that. Yeah, it's mind-boggling. So here's my challenge to you for next week, providing that there's nothing to okay. necessarily talk about. Uh, let's go with the premise. Because I think NBA is far more likely to not come back with the Olympic situation if the Olympics do come back. Uh, also, because there's more people who tested positive in the NBA than the NHL, which I believe was just one. And of course, it's an Ottawa senator. Right. Well, I mean, today, though, they announced uh, Marcus Smart of uh, Celtics tested positive and two Lakers tested positive. Oh, Sean Payton, too. So, and Sean Payton tested positive. Yeah. yeah. And, two, and two members of Congress. Mm-hmm. So... Well, one Republican, one Democrat, so I mean, at least we're keeping it even. True, but he's a Democrat from Utah. Is that even a Democrat? I'm not even sure. So, 
<laughs> nice. So here's my here's my challenge. I want you to come up with five NBA players, if the season's completely wiped out, who are affected most in terms of their Hall of Fame. Oh, in interesting. Yeah. Hmm. In terms of their Hall of Fame wiped out, or having this season wiped out, how it affects them. How it affects their Hall of, Hall of Fame candidacy. I have one person spring to mind right away, yeah, although keep, I don't know how much it makes a difference. Keep but. it in your mind, though. Okay. Come up with five. I'm going to come up with five. We'll see if they overlap. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, the one I just came up with, actually, now that I think about it, it's probably going to be a first ballot anyway, but... Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's just whether it hurts it a little bit, you know, or pushes things back. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can do that. I can I can come up with five. All right. Sounds good. So. And with that, stay safe, wash your hands, and we'll see you next week. Excellent, man. Take care. And uh, careful of the wilds of Barbados. I hear that coronavirus is still spreading there, too. So. Uh, we Five cases. It's here. Uh. Good luck. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, and hopefully next week we'll have a little bit more to talk about. Of course, it's the sports and Hall of Fame world, and there's always something we can crowbar in. Thanks so much, and check us out next week.